Hello, welcome to the Everyday Players FPL. My name's Matthew. My co-host here, Tony, the secret author, Buxton. And Good morning. Last year's league runner-up, my brother, Ryan Chan. Yep, nice to see you all. Yeah, so what happened with that, uh, you know, last year, last season, how did, you all, how did it all go? Um, I think as a whole, it went pretty well for me. Um, I think the majority of the season, I was more or less up there. Uh, sort of floating around the top eight. Um, I'm in, and then obviously post COVID, um, in the mini league, I think I was top for more, more or less the full seven, eight weeks, and then just just lost to Steen the final, unfortunately. Yeah, see as well of all people. I know. Yeah, yeah that was it. I think he, he just had your number, didn't he? I know. Well, he's the only one who beat me as well in the uh, actually in the normal league, and then for him to beat me again. I mean. I did sort of fancy my chances as well, but then I think like, you know, I think I was never actually winning the game. He was always, always winning. Probably deserved to win that, that match, definitely. That's it. And for the, those of you that don't know, our, you know, mainly we do play the Classic League, um, but we have a little head-to-head. Um, for the first 35 weeks, you have to get in the top eight and it makes like a playoffs. It makes it exciting. Quarterfinals, semifinals, finals. Obviously, with COVID, we had to split it off. Um, for the top ten, top two made the final. That was you, Ryan, and our friend Steve. You know, won with that little bit of luck. You got Mara's assist, and I guess you know that's the beauty of the game, isn't it? Yeah. The game. I was going to say because I was a little bit annoyed with that assist. I mean, I don't know what the official FPL rules are for assists and stuff like that, but for me. I think it was like a block shot or something, completely spun the other way to De Bruyne. And I mean, last yeah. minute as well, I was a little bit a little bit gutted about that, but I suppose it's a way it goes, isn't it? Yeah, it was absolutely shocking, I thought. Like, you got done in in the worst way possible yeah. there. It's the fact that the, the ball actually went a complete other way. It wasn't even just like, went in his path or anything like that. It was a complete block shot and it went behind him. Yeah, <laughs> very generous, wasn't it? Absolute nightmare. <laughs> Yeah. Could have had all that money. Anyway, it's start of the new season, isn't it, today? So, you know, in a couple of hours, um, it all begins again. We've all got that optimism at the start. Um, how are you feeling going into the season? What do you think of, you know, as, and the teams? Everyone keeps saying, you know, the teams are expensive and it's quite hard to get everyone in. They made up Amiang a midfielder. What, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean... Um... I've, obviously, I've been tinkering around as everyone does, really. Um, obviously, the change of position and stuff like that. And it's quite interesting to see, you know, um, Salah and Mane are both the same price. So, it's just, you know, you pick one or the other. I think in previous years, obviously, everyone's went for went for Salah as, as a whole. Or, well, possibly Mane, obviously, because he's cheaper. But with them being the same price, I think probably more people will choose Salah over Mane. Um, yeah. I think Aubameyang could be a popular choice this year with obviously scoring... I think 22 last season. Um, and then the fact that he'll, he'll be getting five points instead of four for a midfielder, I think he'll, he could be a popular choice, yeah. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people are tending to sway towards Aubameyang. And I think it's quite clever off the, you know, the creators of the game. They thought, oh, you know what, we're going to put him as a midfielder. You know, just a bit of variation in people's teams, isn't it? Normally everyone gets Salah, Mane... Sterling De Bruyne gives yeah. that extra option in midfield. Um, you know, now Aubameyang's going to get five five points uh, 
from there. What do you think, Tony? Have you gone for Aubameyang or...? 100%. He's an absolute must, isn't he, at the start? With the fixtures that have been taken out as well. Kevin De Bruyne out, Bruno Fernandes out the first week. Aubameyang's <clears throat> an absolute must. Against West Ham and Fulham, captain him. He's going to get your points straight away. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think as well, that obviously the back end of last season, you know, the FA Cup, I think he scored in the FA Cup final, semi-final as well, I think. And then Community Shield this, you know, the start of this season. So, you know, he's taken that momentum. He'll probably, well, hopefully take it into the start of this season as well. Yeah. But he's just so expensive, isn't he? Expensive. If he, like, drops out of form... And you can't afford to take a minus. It could cripple like later on. Yeah, I think a lot of people's dilemma as well is that obviously, if you've got a Bama Yang, then do you get Salah as well? Because then that's you know twenty four million. You know, it's yeah. quite a lot of money. Yeah. People are downgrading one to get a better overall squad. You know, possibly. And that's it. I mean, when I've seen on Twitter, quite a lot of teams have got Bama Yang and Salah. Don't get me wrong; they will get points. You know, at the end of the year. But then you're looking at the third midfielders and the fourth midfielders. You know, you get, it tends to be like 5.5 at same maximum. And then, you know, one middle of the row, maybe like a, you know, Ziyech, Greenwood, Havertz, like somewhere in that price range. Um, it does, you know, tend to weak in other areas. It's finding that balance, really. Yeah, because I think, the, the well, to the start, my very first draft, I did have them both in. Uh, and I was pretty much set on that for a good few weeks, and then I started tinkering around with it a bit more. And I, in the end, yeah, I've, I've actually taken Salah out, which is quite unusual for me. I'm always a big Salah man. I think he's an absolute, I think he's an absolute must usually. But he's, he's got a hat trick against Leeds written all over him. Get him back. <laughs> Get him back. Yeah. Well, well, I, I even sort of want him for this first week, but I can't sort of. It doesn't go with my plans anymore, so I'm just gonna have to yeah. close out him. And then, if he does start hitting form, I've also I've yeah. just changed him straight for Obama Yang anyway, really. So it's just it's tink- it is tinkering with your team, and you know now we've gone up to that. This is your team that you've set, isn't it, for game week one, Ryan? Yeah, so that's my team. Um, obviously, without Man City and Man U, they're uh, uh, playing. Obviously, you know Charlie Taylor, Burnley as well. Um, yeah, so I've got Greenwood on the bench there. Um, you know, I, I I think I do want the uh, Bruno Fernandez. I've also I've got money in the bank, so I'll upgrade either uh, Son and or Ali. I'll upgrade him for Bruno Fernandez more than likely. And then my plan is probably to get possibly to get De Bruyne game week three. I think for the, obviously they play Wolves yeah. two. Um, yeah, so Arsenal have two two decent fixtures to start, so it depends yeah. on how. Bama Young does. Uh, that's what I'll do. Um, I always, I don't, I always don't like to spend too much money at the back. Uh, to be honest, um, I just think as a whole, takes up a chunk of that, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I think as a whole, I just don't get as much. I think, um, obviously, Alexander Arnold for me was actually must, but I think last season up with uh, top fifteen point scorers, only three of them were defenders. So yeah. I think it just shows, like as a whole. I think the yeah seven midfielders and then the other five were top strikers. So I like to sort of pack the pack the money in the midfield and you know the forward line. Lewis is a great shout. To be fair, with him just signing, I sort of like didn't, didn't really think about that. But I was like talking about the transfer and stuff. He's quite pacey, and he gets up there. 
Yeah. Could get a good couple of assists this year if he's starting all the time, which I'm pretty sure he's going to be, isn't he? Yeah, well, that's what I thought. I thought, you know, I think Newcastle, on the whole, are not bad. You don't, they don't concede too many, especially at home. Um, mm. But I was quite surprised that he's actually didn't get any assists last year, Lewis. He got one goal. Right. And um, I think I think it might have been against... It's Leicester, Leicester it? I think, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Considering who he was playing for, they were absolutely clueless up top, weren't they? Like in a better team like Newcastle, yeah. he's surely going to get some uh, points yeah. on the board. I think he should get a bit. He should get a bit more, you know. Should hope with Wilson more. up there now as well. Yeah, in the exactly. Box. Yeah. You know, he's going to fly him in. Yeah. And um, yeah, I've got, copy, actually. I've got, yeah, I got Mitchell. <laughs> it, it was. Um, I think it's been starting all. Pre-season games, left back. I think Van Arnold's out with a shoulder injury yeah. still, so I think he'll be just look just like a short-term player. But I mean, even after this game week, I might he might go on the bench. You know, probably Charlie Taylor will come in. Um, yeah, I think with that that Mitchell, he's just you know he's been tipped four point zero million. Yeah, you don't have to play him all the time. It was Mitchell or that Nathan Ferguson. Obviously, Ferguson picked up a bit of a knock. Um, in the friendlies, so because of that, a lot of players have gone towards Mitchell. Yeah. But he's just a good option on the bench. I think you know he will play today. Will start. Yeah. Because that was a difficulty. Obviously, Man City, Man U. Obviously, you got Villa and Burnley missing games as well. Um, you know, it was a fear of playing with like less than eleven players. Yeah. But, you know, so you, you do think he's going to play today? And, yeah. You know, I, th- I think I think the main thing for me this game week was to make sure I've got eleven people playing, and then also to have a plan for from next game week that it'll be the strongest team possible. So I've took a bit of a punt to be honest with Deli Ali. Um, it was sort of between him and maybe Havertz uh, of who to get, but I've sort of just went. He does go through some patches where he played yeah. play quite well, so I've just took a bit a little bit of a punt on him. Yeah. Do, do you know what? I, I've actually matched that as well. I've gone for Deli Ali. He's, right. he's just a short term fix for game week one. Yeah. Re- throughout the whole season, I'm not going to have him. But what happened because of the Man City man you not playing? I had Stuart Armstrong in there who I think, you know, it's 5.5. You'd get a few assists and goals. He's cheap. But then I found out a couple of days ago, he got injured. And I was like, yeah. oh, no, what am I going to do here? So. I haven't put too much thought into it. I toyed with William. Another one was Ryan Fraser, I thought, for game week one and then get him out. But yeah. I think I've left it on Ali now. And... Yeah, I think I've just sort of like... My gut sort of said Ali and I've tried not to think about it too much. It was between him and Havertz, as yeah. I say, but I've just tried to just... Ali, <laughs> Ali, what the man are we using, man? It'll only be one game week anyway, so... I think that that Spurs documentary. I think we're like, ah, oh, you know what? He, he can do it. Mourinho's got it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. When Mourinho took over, he started, He was in some good form, wasn't he? Um, yeah. So hopefully he'll do the business for this game week. Anyway, no, that's fine. And now, what? Obviously, we'll go on to Tony's team. So you've got a team you show me for game week one, and then what you're going to change to with game week two? Is that right? Yeah. So this one you're showing now is what I'm starting with. Like we were discussing earlier with the Obama, Obama Young and Salah standing in. See, with Obama Young, 
he's got to he's got to come out for me because I need Fernandez and De, uh, De Bruyne. Absolute busts, yeah. like even over him and his price and that as well. But like with Salah, he's like going to stay like a few more weeks, I think, because of the De Bruyne with City playing Wolves. Can't see him getting too many points until like game week three. So that's what I'm starting with anyway. Yeah, it's right. Yeah. Fantastic, isn't it, really? What? Um, well, it's quite a good team. Uh, yeah, so I think quite a lot of people might bring De Bruyne in the third game week as well. Yeah, definitely. See, that, that's the thing, but he's a little bit of a conundrum then. What happens if Salah and Aubameyang do really well the first few weeks? Oh, do you, what do you make the plan? With your game plan, or do you scrap it and say, no, this is what I was going to do? No, I'm going to be sticking with the game plan. I'm I'm a huge fan of Fernandez. I think he's an absolute god man, and yeah. I'm definitely going to have to stick with it. Definitely. I think it's one of them things, isn't it? Like fantasy league, where what you plan to do and what you plan to do in a few weeks, but then you, you sometimes get emotion like gets in the way, and then you get short term memory. Someone doesn't do well, or yeah. someone doesn't do well, and you get a bit. Hesitant to go ahead with that plans, but I've been known to be a little bit drastic with my transfers in the uh, <laughs> past seasons. But I'm changed man this year. Very patient. Know what I'm doing. I'm going out there, I'm ready. It's man this year. Yeah. yeah. Well, funny you should mention that you, you've got a reputation of flying out of the blocks. August to September, October, best player in the league, and then you do one game, <laughs> yeah. and then it it just it's an avalanche, an avalanche of bad results. And... Hey, I have feelings, you know. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so what's, what's the triggering point for you, Tony? Is it losing like two or three games in a row and then do you think, oh, you know what, scrap it or... Yeah, I fall out with the players, man. Just, <laughs> it just fall, falls apart. I can't not be top. If I'm not top, everyone's getting kicked out. It's getting rebuilt. Right. So, yeah, quite a bit of a, bit of a hothead, like a South American hothead type. No, that's the old me. Like I say, I'm a new man. I'm reborn this year. I've put so much time. I've sat there in bed. I'm not going to bed on midnight. I'm a fantasy prem. I'm ready. Right. New year. Uh, so what, what's thought about this, you know, Wilson up front then? <sighs> Double Newcastle, Wilson and Fraser. I know. See, I've gone, cause of, I've gone with it because of the partnership they've had at Bournemouth. Obviously not so much last year, but the previous seasons. I think they're just going to get loads of points and they're a cheap option. It allows me to spend more money. So I can have like Havertz and Rodriguez and stuff like that, but it's a risk in it. But the cheap, cheap and nasty. Yeah, that, that's another guy, James Rodriguez. Debut season in the Premier League, you know, obviously yeah. had a fabulous twenty fourteen World Cup. What what are we thinking with this one? because like, he is a really good player. Yeah, with goals and assists. You know, I mean. To be honest, he's moderately priced 7.5. Mm. So even if you do get him, you can still afford to get like bigger players and it does allow your room elsewhere. Yeah, it's a bit of a punt, but, but I just don't see much quality in Everton's squad. I think if the goals and assists are going to come, it's going to be from him if he's playing all the time. That's what I think, but it is a punt. It's a yeah. risk. But he can easily God. be replaced. Very easily, can't he? Yeah, exactly. What do you think about that, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, everyone's different. I'm, I'm quite like a bit of a safe, sort of a bit of a safe player, to be honest. I think Rodriguez, yeah, obviously, you know, adapting to the Premier League, sometimes it, take, it can take quite a while. So to go in straight away is, is quite risky. I mean, 
you know, it could it could definitely pay off. But I like to just hold out for a few weeks and then sort of just see how they go, see how they go first, and then sort of go from there. Do you think? Do you think Havertz will, will do well as well, dear Tony? Yeah, I'm a fan. Quite excited by his uh, that transfer story. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, uh, we, we don't really know with players like this, do we? Yeah, I mean, in this league yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, I have confidence in Havertz. I do. Yeah, he scored, scored 12 goals last season and then 17 the season before that and, you know, in a, in a good Bundesliga. So, you know, he has got it in him. Obviously, you know, he, as again, he could take a while to adapt. He might not. He might just come come good straight away. So Yeah. Well, that's I it. I think them. these are big things from Chelsea, aren't they, this year? All the signings yeah. at the... They've got to I mean, give us a shock, a good season here. Like the signings they've yeah. made are incredible, man. The squad is lethal. Like they can really go for it. I've put my money on them in my uh, little side bets. I really fancy them. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still, I'm still a little bit. Yeah, I think they'll definitely be better. But to, to get that jump to the next city in Liverpool, I still think they've got quite, quite. You know, I could be wrong, but they've got quite a gap to to get through. There. Yeah. Um, I agree. I agree, but, I but it is possible. Team, but I think you've got to have at least one Chelsea. Well, I'm pretty sure that everyone's got at least one Chelsea player in there because the amount of firepower they've got now, I think you'd be daft if you didn't. Yeah, they're, they're going to be absolutely lethal. I can see we're only getting off the match straight away as well. Yeah, yeah, and I think we've all agreed on having Werner in our team, haven't we? Yeah, on the yeah. start, striker that we're going for, the, the premium one. Um, obviously, well, I'll show you my team now. This is for game week one. So that's it. I've gone for Salah as captain. And, you know, like yourself, with Man City and Man U not playing, I thought, you know what, I'll go for the safe option. Salah at home, captain him. Like I was saying to you, Ryan, I've come for Ali. Now Armstrong's injured. Yeah. But both of them are due to come out for Bruno and Kevin De Bruyne, because that's who I'm going for this year. Uh, let me just show you here. It's a similar team to so, mine, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. I must have similar thinking, I think. Yeah. Well, that's it. <laughs> Another big, big call, actually, that you may not have noticed what I've done. I've dropped Trent for Robo. Right, yeah. Just to that... save an extra bit of cash. What's the difference yeah. between them? Is it 0.5? Is that the difference in the price? Uh, yeah. right. So, have you upgraded someone with that 0.5 or have you just kept it in the bank for future transfers sort of thing? It was the Wolves defender. So, I had a bit of a change, actually, because what happened, I showed you Marcel. Yeah. Fernando Marcel didn't the other day. Yeah. I checked his stats this morning on transfer market and he wasn't playing all the time. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to go for the safe option, go for size. Yeah, I think it's always best but to go for the safe option. That was it. It was the, you know, what the F, what all the FPL tipsters were going towards. It was Vinagre. So yeah. it was Vinagre and Trent. But then, you know, with Vinagre, was he definitely nailed on to start? I couldn't guarantee that. So I thought, I'm just going to upgrade him to size. And I'll take Trent out for Robertson. Yeah, and I think Vinagre's been linked with a move away as well, hasn't he? So yeah, so I mean, I, I know, after a few Porto, yeah, I think it's Porto. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's what my thinking was behind it. I thought oh, instead of getting like a seven point five and a four point five defender, I've just gone seven and five. So I know size will play, will start, will keep clean sheets. 
Yeah, very throughout good. Throughout the whole season. Robertson, you know, he might not get as much attacking returns as Trent. But you know what? I was impressed with him after lockdown. Because he looked more of a threat then. Even in the Community Shield, he looked like their biggest threat down the left, whipping balls in. Yeah, definitely. So I thought, you know what? I'll just go for him. I want that strong midfield. Because initially, I was going to have Greenwood instead of Havertz. Obviously, once Chelsea now bought Havertz, he's an extra million. But yeah. I'll then have to you know, downgrade and get rid of Trent from there. Yeah. And then... Thomas Suchek as well. Do you, do, you, do you fancy his chances this this season? Well, that's it. He's another. He's been tipped as like the new new Fellaini, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, he scored what three the back end of last season. Yeah, three and thirteen, and then before that is at Slavia Prague, and he, he scored eight and got three assists in seventeen games. So pretty pretty good going for someone who's like a centre defensive midfielder. Yeah, he's like a really good defensive midfielder, and yeah. you know. I Wikipedia, I think he, he had like 31 goals in like 130 games or something like that, which isn't bad for a you know centre defensive midfielder. Yeah, I think he'll see, he gets in the box, he's, he's like an aerial presence. I think he's like six foot four, something like that. Probably getting the end of some corners, crosses. So, yeah, I think it'll, I think it'll be good this season as well. He could rack up a few yeah. points, considering it's a cheaper option, like you said, let's just strengthen other areas when. He hasn't got bad stats, has he? So he could he could actually be a little valuable asset, if I'm honest. Yeah, well, well, for me, I think for maybe a lot of people as well, he was like probably the best option for five million. But it was either that or then upgrade to five point five and get maybe like Saint Maximum. Um, but it's yeah. just whether you can get that 0.5 million, and obviously mm. you always want more money. You just don't quite have enough to get the team exactly how you want it, do you? Yeah. I think everyone's struggled with that this year. Yeah, yeah, everyone's shot up. It's like every everyone's gone up in price. It's it made it a little bit more difficult to get like the team that you want. Yeah, players that were like just a few quid have just gone through the roof straight away. Yeah, I think the thing the thing what I noticed most is that usually I don't like spending much money on keepers at all. I just don't I don't particularly yeah, yeah. that much. I always spend four point five, and I think this year I think there was only maybe two or three options at four point five. I think I'll say yeah. yeah. Ryan. I think there's Johnson, West Brom, Johnson. Yeah. West Brom. So yeah, I went for Ryan in the end, like four point five, like pretty cheap, and he's really yeah, good. I don't know how many saves he gets. Options in that, like, the majority were like five million. And I just, I yeah, well, that, it was like Nick Pope, obviously the highest scoring keeper last year. Yeah. He's now jumped up from five, four point five to five point five. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Offensive. And even though Burnley do keep clean sheets and he makes a lot of saves, you're thinking, you know, that is a lot for The fact that um, Ben Mee's injured as well, I think he's, he's injured for quite a while. I mean, it could affect the Burnley, Burnley defence. Um, yeah, so I think one million was quite, you know, a big jump. And I just, I just think I couldn't get him for that. But I, th- I also think you can c- sort of cancel it out in a way. That's why I've got Charlie Taylor in there. 4.5 million for a Burnley defence, you know. They, yeah. they keep clean sheets. It's like a cheaper alternative than than, than getting Nick Pope for an extra mil. He might get yeah. you a few more bonus points, you know, potentially. But at least Charlie Taylor, you know, he could get a few assists. But you'll get the same clean sheet as what Nick Pope will anyway. Yeah, yeah. that's it. I, I had him last year. Uh, I plan to have him this year, to be honest, but because they missed game week one, 
I thought, oh, I'm just going to have to leave him because I, I need to live it now. Well, who's um, that? Charlie Taylor. Right. Because yeah. they missed one. I went for Justin. I think Justin will play. He's in a Leicester team that'll keep clean sheets, but only until October. That's the thing with Pereira then coming back. Yeah. You get game time. And with Taylor, I think I'll get him in, but. Yeah. It's I think at the minute Justin's quite a popular choice. Obviously, play, you know, playing for a good Leicester team, he is quite a cheap option to have. He may be short term, like till October, like you say. But even so, you can still, I don't know, ten, fifteen games out of that or something like that. And then you know, it's it's so far in the future. Then you can decide, you know, you cross up uh, bridge when you come to it, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, for this season. Who are we tipping then? Who's going to be big? What we'll do, obviously, we'll just discuss a few things. Then Tony, the self-proclaimed, you know, expert of uh, tipping the next big thing. We'll we'll let you tip three people, and then after five weeks, me and Ryan will judge. You know, they're a hit or a bust. Yeah. Okay. So from there, who do you think will be? Who's going to have a big year? Basically, who's going to be a surprise package? What's a player, think? right? that I don't think many people are going to get, especially not straight away, is William. If he starts playing, I think he's going to do really well, mate. How much he come alive at the back end of last season? If he, like, pushes Pepe out of the team, which I'm pretty sure he will, he's yeah. going to be quite good. I'm definitely debating getting him in, in after about three, four weeks. Yeah. Eight mil as well. Quite yeah. cheap. Yeah, it's pretty good. He just, he just go through, um, you know, good patches of form, William, doesn't he? Where he, yeah. He starts bagging. But I am a fan. I am a fan of him and I, I really can see him doing it. Yeah, I've been a fan of him in the past, but as I say, it's just the rotation. I'm not too sure. Yeah. That's it. You, you just mentioned... Just mentioned in Tony, Pepe, mm. Pepe and William, they're going to be on the same side. Will they get rotated? That's the yeah. only thing. Obviously, it's a possibility. And if that is happening, he, he's not going to be worth having. You don't want to be spending money in your midfield on players that aren't going to be playing all the time. Yeah, I think... But I think if you can play him regularly, he'll be on my side 100%. Yeah, I think you can sort of wait a few game weeks and then once, you know, Arteta puts a team out, it might be like a... towards a settled team after a few weeks, mm-hmm. he might start noticing a pattern, he might start playing, he might do well and then, yeah, you can obviously latch on him while his price is reasonably low. Yeah. It'll probably fly up once he starts banging in goals and assists and stuff, yeah. won't he? So... Definitely. If you're going to get him, you're going to have to take a little bit of a risk about a month in there and hope it pays off. Yeah. If not, yeah. get shot. So what are you thinking, Ryan? Who, who, do you, who are you tipping for a, a big year? Um, well, obviously, we've, we've mentioned Thomas Suchek. I think he's a, he's a very good, um, you know, a good budget player, if, 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 if you think of it that way. Um, obviously, Timo Werner, uh, I think that, you know, he's the second most popular Popular choice, but yeah, player isn't it? Oh, he's gonna smash it, he's gonna yeah, absolutely 49%, 49% ownership. He has, yeah, yeah, Brilliant. I don't expect him to have a good year. I mean, 28 goals last season, 34 matches. I mean, he was only behind Lewandowski, and I think the third top scorer was Sancho, was 17. So, I mean, you know, he was, he was scoring for fun in an in a attacking Chelsea team. Um, yeah, I think he'll have a good year. Do you think he'll fly straight out? I, I personally think he's going to straight away with bad goals, but do you think it's going to take him a few weeks or do you reckon he's going to be straight in there? I think he adapt quite quick, actually. Um, yeah. 
I think obviously pre-season he actually scored against Brighton. He scored for Germany against Spain, was it, in the Nations League. Uh, and I think his game sort of suits the Premier League. Uh, you know, the Bundesliga is probably the most similar to yeah. in a way. Yeah. He's quick. Yeah, so I, I do think he... Well, hopefully he'll take take quite quick to adapt. to the. Yeah, I'm sure he will. He's, he's probably the most exciting sign in this season so far for me. Big yeah. fan of him. Time on feet for every year, man. He's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also about Havertz, I mean, with him, you know, coming into this Chelsea team as well, they're going to be loaded in attack. I know we meant, touched on it briefly, but Havertz, Werner, you know, I think Greenwood's going to have a bit of a breakout year as well this year. Yeah. 7.5. Class is a midfielder as well, so you'll get that extra point. Yeah. I mean, he got, what, he got 10 goals last season. And he mainly just started like after lockdown, really, when he was nailed on. Yeah. Obviously, Matthew started doing really well. Bruno chipped in, Martial. Yeah. And then Greenwood, you know, got his goal, bulk of his goals, you know, after lockdown. Yeah. So I, I, he, he's going to be another big thing for this year. Yeah, because I think he's he's a cheap way to get into the the Manu, you know, the Manu team. But obviously, you've got to just be careful that. If they still do chase Sancho, he could lose a bit of game time. If they're trying yeah. to have, like uh, Douglas Costa, is it? Um, I mean, it's whether they actually do sign him or not. But he is a cheap, a cheap option to getting in the in the Man U team. That's why I've got him in anyway. Right, and so Tony, your three predictions. Then who's gonna? Who are you tipping to make it big? And we'll give you five weeks. Hit or bust. And then you know we'll even. Tally that up at the end of the year. Yeah. Obviously, Willian, which we spoke about. I put Werner right. down. And this one, you're going to laugh at me here, right? But I have, I proper, I can see good things coming for the for the Geordie side. I think Ryan Fraser is going to have a decent year. I really do. Right. Oh. And why, why is that? I just think most of the goals they're going to score are going to come from Fraser and Wilson. I think he's just going to rack up the assist all season long. Yeah. And for a nice little cheap option, like I've been able to strengthen my squad because by going for Wilson and Fraser because they're pretty cheap. So yeah. he's not fantastic, is he? He's like no. a good player, but he's not fantastic. But I'm putting a bit of faith in him. He's going to get at least a, a month spell in the team. And that's my um, a little prediction, my underdog prediction. Yeah, I quite, yeah. Quite, quite like that underdog prediction there. It's quite, it's quite brave. Yeah. You know, as you said earlier, they have linked up well in previous seasons yeah, as well. So, I mean, oh, everyone loves an underdog, man. Pookie oh, last year called it. Tommy Abraham called it. That's good. You, you didn't play it safe. I mean, when yeah. you said Werner, I was thinking you were going to say something, you know, quite relatively safe. I mean, mm. with Fraser for this first week, I had to be having him in. So, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes. He had a bit yeah. of a drop from last year. Obviously, well, Wilson, he was injured for... Yeah. You know, the, of that season which may have played into you know the fact that he didn't like perform as well stats wise anyway compared yeah, to the season where he had that you know breakout year but you know we'll they just make each other better play. don't they when they're playing with each other they make each other better they're like best buds man love it Cisco oh yeah best buds like me and you, <laughs> <laughs> like me and you on the pitch yeah <laughs> <laughs> Best buds, man. Vice captain and captain. <laughs> well, your official title. And yeah, so with that, just going to end it with a nice little fun game then. 
It's called the Higher Game, High Scorer Game. Right. Between you two, we're going to take it in turns. Oh, I'm intrigued. I will say these two players. Um, what I'll do then, Tony, if you want to pick first, and then we'll alternate. So is, it, is this a high score from last season? Highest score from last season, this is. Right. Oh, you're joking. Ryan's got the bloody stat list down there, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I got top 15, but I don't know in what order they were. Tell you what, <laughs> I could flip a coin, but I haven't got one on me. But this is good, mate. Go first. Right, okay. So, first question Who's gone higher? Sun Hyung Min or Riyad Mahrez? Oh. Mahrez. A tight one, I think. Maybe one or two more. Right. I think Mahrez. <laughs> I think Mahrez got six more. I think he got 185, I think. I think Sun got like one. Told you he's got the start. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Well, you're both right. It was Mares. Right. It was six more. Yeah. He did get six more, but it was one seven five, not one eight five. Yeah, yeah. I had, I, I had a look at the top fifteen scorers. And I, I didn't know which order, but I knew they were somewhere. You know, somewhere down there. <laughs> Should have stayed off the beer last night and done my revision. <laughs> Next question. Kagla Soyuncu or yeah. Harry Maguire? Ryan, you to go first. What, most goals? Most points. All the points, okay, okay. I'll go for... Quite, I'll go Harry Maguire. Okay. No, I'm going against him. You go to say Yeah. It was very tight. There's only three in it. Oh. Yeah. But Harry Maguire came out on top. Was it? 123 right. to 120. Yeah, I thought it was close, but I was thinking, all, all I was thinking was back end of the season, Man U were keeping quite a lot quite a lot of clean sheets. I know they started off rubbish. But that was the only thing which it was, I don't know, it's a flip of the coin with that one really, isn't it? Fair play. Yeah. Fair play. 2-1 to Ryan. I'm in a mood for the full day if I lose it. <laughs> Question three. Raul Jimenez or Raheem Sterling? Tony? Most points? Yeah. Sterling. Sterling? Locked in. Yeah, I, I think Sterling got a few more. You you both happy with that? Yeah. No, I'm changing. No, no, I'm sticking on it. It, it was right, Sterling. Yeah. Did, did he get? Was yeah. it like two, was it like two hundred and one or something like that? Two hundred two. Two hundred four. He got. Raul Jimenez is one hundred ninety four. Ah right, yeah, yeah. I thought. He right, was. so. Ryan's got all three, Tony's on two. Question four. Yeah. Willie Bolly or Joe Gomez? Oh. I'll go... Uh... <laughs> I'll go Gomez. <laughs> Gomez. Both Gomez, yeah? Yeah. 
surprisingly, it was Willie Bolly. Was it? How many? Yeah. He for about six years, wasn't he? How was that? Yeah. Willie Bolly got 97. Sean Cormier's got 93. Ah, right, yeah. Ah, was it? Bit of a just one more question. So, Tony needs this. Can I just go what Tony goes then? <laughs> I'm not having it. No, I want two more questions. Ryan, you have to go first. All right. Yeah, go on then. Right, just to make it fair. Last question. Mason Mount or Sergio Aguero? Oh, Aguero's injured for quite a lot. Mount... Quite an interesting one, that. I mean, Aguero's injured for ages, but Aguero bangs. <laughs> the man got off to a mint start and slowed down a bit. I'll go Mount. Tony? I, I was going to say Mount, but I'm going to have to just risk it on Aguero to win a point, yeah. aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you've, you've stitched me up a bit there, actually. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, it had to happen that way, didn't it? But yeah, the winner, hundred and thirty-seven points to one hundred and thirty-two, was Mason Mount. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous, man! I'm not playing any more of these games, man. We'll compete against a stat man. You probably would have got that right, Tony. To be honest, yeah. but was it um... great? But... Unlucky, so 4 It was a good game, that one. 1-0 one. One to Ryan in that one. <laughs> and that, I'm definitely that, doing my revision next week. <laughs> get, get the revision in. Well, that concludes the first podcast. Uh, thank you very much. Don't forget to rate, comment and subscribe. It's bye from me. Bye from yeah, me. Thanks very much. See you next week. Take Bye-bye. Care. Bye. Bye.